0: Well, this is episode four of our Blue Table Talk, and we have the privilege today of talking to Natasha Daniels. How are you, Natasha? I'm doing okay. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. This is such an important topic. Your uh, your book is called The Grief Rock, and this is something that faces everybody in every walk of life. It doesn't matter age. It doesn't matter color. It doesn't matter gender. Grief touches us all in some way. And you are helping children grieve. How, how do you do that? Like, how do you talk to a child? And because as an adult, you know, we know how to process, we think we know how to process grief, but as a child, it's even harder. How do children and adults grieve differently?
1: Yeah. Grieving is really tricky. Um, kids can grieve in different ways they might be angry they might be more irritable they might be even hyperactive or they might even seem like they're perfectly fine um and so it's always not uh you can't judge a book by its cover because the the struggles of grief are kind of hidden sometimes with kids
0: so the most commonly missed issues with children what are what are some of those like the most commonly missed issues with children when when they are grieving
1: Uh, sometimes don't realize the physical impact. Physiologically, it impacts your ability to eat, your ability to sleep, your ability to regulate. And so just those really basic life skills or those life abilities are sometimes lacking. Also, how their peers are interacting with them. Sometimes kids can be cruel or they can say things um, that can be hurtful unintentionally, sometimes intentionally. And you know special things that are happening at school like uh you know donuts with dad or daddy and daughter dance things that can trigger a kid that you may not be aware of it may not be on your radar
0: so what do you think is the best way to help a child through grief well maybe you're processing your own grief you know personally i um, my daughter lost her father at a very young age, and I lost a loved one, and that is something that even many years later is still a, a conversation. It's still something that um, we both grieve, and she's an adult now. So, how do you help a child through that?
1: Yeah, and I'm sorry to hear that you are experiencing that too. Uh, it's hard. You have to kind of help yourself, and I think it becomes a family thing where. Um, And that's kind of where I started talking about the rock. Uh, It wasn't really for children's, but it was just for our own experience with the sudden loss of my husband, where it just felt like this boulder just cracked into our house and our foundation. And so having language with your kids initially through grief is really, really important and explaining the common struggles that happen that are just very concrete, like eating, sleeping, interacting with your friends, being able to function and those kind of things
0: what are the stages of grief? Some people may not be able to recognize what stage they're in or their child is in.
1: Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, people think there are stages of grief and it's a bit antiquated. And so I I try to help people understand that those are all feelings and you can have a tornado of those feelings in one hour. You know, you could be, you know, angry and then accepting and then in denial. And so instead of doing it a linear, you know, process of grief, just helping kids understand that there are so many feelings that you're going to have and you can switch uh, overnight and that that's okay. And that's normal too.
0: I'm looking at your book and it is so wonderful because it is geared towards children. Um, but it, it speaks to us as an adult. I mean, every page is beautifully illustrated. Um, but like you said, it's, it's called the grief rock and it feels like a boulder is kind of coming in and that's the very first page when someone you love dies, the grief rock shows up, and then you just kind of take it from from there. Can you tell us a little bit more about what's inside the grief rock?
1: Yeah, I wanted a book that was really concrete. I actually wanted a book that was universal, that, you know, anybody could read. I actually wanted it to be an adult book, but the publisher thought of the kid's book, which is great. But You know, it walks you through the grief rock shows up and then you have to carry this rock. You know, it's a metaphor of having to carry grief and you can try to run and hide or deny that the rock is there, but it will roll over and it will show you that it's still there. So how do you hold the rock metaphorically and be able to function? And then other people react to the rock and say, Oh my gosh, why does she have that rock there? And how do you deal with that? So it helps to normalize that experience. Mm I'm going to, at the end, I talk about how the heaviness of your grief is that it's, the heaviness of your love, you know, that we have so much love and that's why we grieve so hard.
0: And I love you, you touched on this earlier, but I love uh, a couple of pages in here. And it says, sometimes you forget that it's even there because it feels so small and then it can grow suddenly so big and it crushes you again. And that kind of follows you. And I I like that you illustrate that it's not, uh, grieving is not linear. I mean, one day you feel fine. And the next day you're like, oh my gosh, this is a crushing weight. And it's okay to feel that.
1: Yeah. And normalizing that, that's the experience. I mean, we're three years out of this whole grief experience and, um, and it still pops up once in a while where you're like, oh my gosh, that's as big of a boulder as it was the day that he died. So Mm -hmm. normalizing that is really helpful.
0: What would you talk about when, when you, because you are a widow. So when you are talking about handling widowhood and single parenthood, how do you broach that subject?
1: Uh, you know, it's a big loss because when you have a partner that you lose, not only do your kids lose, you know, their parent, but you lose, you know, that, that team to support you. And so learning how to tap into self care, learning how to tap into support systems, which for some of us can be really hard if you're not used to doing that, um, has to become part of your new norm so that you can be an anchor for your kids.
0: Now, of course, kids are in school when you have school-aged children. What would you say to schools? How would you help them uh, handle grieving children?
1: I think schools should be a little bit more sensitive, ideally, to the loss, um, being aware of like what things are discussed in the classroom and making it more general so that there's an awareness. I also think having a go-to person in the school, I advocated that for my kids, but I'm a therapist, so I knew to ask for that if they're having a hard time or if all of a sudden they're triggered. Is there a place they can go that feels safe at school where they can cry or talk to somebody? And that's really important because grief can show up at any any time of your day. Mm-hmm. And, and grief isn't just always having
0: to do with death. Gr- grief can come in many different ways. It could be the loss of a parent through divorce. It could be, you know, the loss of a friend because they've moved away. I mean, so I know that the book is dealing specifically with
1: with death, but grief comes in many different forms. Absolutely. Yeah, grief is part of our life. I mean, lost. we feel lost in so many different ways. A move, a divorce, a loss of a pet, Um, we, we can grieve any kind of change.
0: Well, I think this is a wonderful book and we are so excited that uh, you've sent us a copy that we are um, able to give away in our book club. This is a wonderful read. It's The Grief Rock, Natasha Daniels. Natasha, where can we pick up The Grief Rock?
1: Um, you can find it anywhere. You can go on Amazon. I have a quick link for Amazon at natashadaniels.com slash grief.
0: Thank you so much, Natasha. It's been wonderful talking to you today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.